0: Hey, y'all, it's Jabari. And it's Jawaya. And we are Fire Fueled by Air podcast.
1: We're just two friends talking about life, college, astrology, all things black and more. Through lighthearted, informative, and downright funny conversations. Make sure you follow our social media, at Fire Fuel by Air, on both Instagram and Twitter.
0: All right, y'all, so today we have... Some special guests on for you guys um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves
2: Hey, my name is Alaysia I'm from Biloxi, currently residing in the Ocean Springs I go to Mississippi State And I'm here to talk about my relaxed hair Hopefully it will help some of y'all
3: Hey, I'm Rashad And uh, I'm from Strava, Mississippi I attend East Mississippi Community College And I'm here to talk to y'all about my dreads
0: all right, all right. And if you all don't know by now, we are talking about hair for this episode. So this episode will be all about hair. Um, Jalea, would you mind starting us off with our icebreaker for the video? Yeah,
1: definitely. So, um, as some of you all may see on our Instagram and our Twitter, we posted the question of art this episode, which is, "What is your spirit animal?" So, we had an entry from at Jada.Janice on Instagram, whose spirit animal is a deer. That's fairly interesting. Mm. (laughs) But, um, go ahead and get into our spirit animals. What do do y'all feel like y'all resonates with you?
2: Mine is a turtle, apparently. That's what this quiz told me. So, I'm just going to go with that. Um, Spirit animal, (laughs) looking into spirit animal person.
3: Uh, well, I believe mine's is a lion. Um, I've always been compared to a lion a lot.
0: Just because you're a Neo don't mean it got to be lion.
1: <laughs> I was thinking more <laughs> of like the mane, you know, like the hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, For me, it's a white tiger, you know, say- Tiger King, you know. Was excited, all that good stuff, but um, yeah,
1: yeah. So um, for mine, I I also took a quiz that told me it was a turtle, but I was just not floating with that. Um, so <laughs> I personally think that I resonate more with a penguin. I love penguins; they're graceful. I just, I think that would be my spirit animal.
0: The penguins do be hitting. I ain't gonna cap on them. Right? They do. They do. They hit different. <laughs> you
1: know, they waddle different.
0: All right. They got that they got that different type of waddle, you know what I'm saying?
2: That different type of
4: waddle.
0: <laughs> oh, we're gonna go on and jump into our conversation and um you know, we just kinda wanna do a little intro. Get to know each other a little bit more with our hair. So I wanna ask you all what has been your experience with your hair growing up? So, like, growing up, you know, preschool, elementary, middle, high school, even now, like, what's been your experience?
2: I'm really trying to take that over. Right now. <laughs> okay, well,
3: when it came to preschool, I had a low cut, I didn't have my dress yet, and around that time, you know, uh. I, I always wanted to grow out my hair because my uncle had dreadlocks and it is something that I've always been interested that I've been interested in. One, I, I love cartoons and I've been seeing anime and stuff like that and I just wanted my hair to be around that type of way. Um, And dreadlocks was the only thing I felt like black people could, you know, really grow their hair out like that, at least for a black guy. You know, you had that thick kind of hair and, you know, you just don't be as long as some of the races. And so, around the seventh grade is when I started growing out my hair and over time, you know, um, when I first got them, you know, some people would kind of tease me because how short they were, you know, when you first, <laughs> you know, start <laughs> off with the short dreads. Don't go roaches. Like baby, yeah, <laughs> <baby> worms, roaches. <laughs> but they got longer and, you know, uh, it, it just grew on me and like, it came a natural look for me. Like most people can't even see me without dreadlocks anymore, even if they have seen me when the past well, before I had them. Okay. Yeah, I don't
2: think I'd be able to see him without dreadlocks. no, uh-uh. that would be weird. <laughs> it's like Jabari without his hat. All right, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: we ain't gonna get into that hat. but I want to ask you real quick: um, how did you get your locks started? Like, did you do two-strand twists? Did you just twist it up with your finger? Like, what what did you do to get
3: started? Uh, I I went to this um beauty salon and she gave me a book and kicked out like how I wanted to start it and it was some type of like it was no two strand twist. It's like she just like grabbed the hair and kind of just twisted it together and it and it kind of like was I don't know how to explain it. It was kind of like curls before they act like really lying. She did
0: the coils, the comb. Yeah,
2: coils. the coils. Yeah. Yo. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, my experience with my hair growing up pretty much till the sixth grade. My mama did my hair. She was like the main caretaker of my hair, whatever.
4: Mm.
2: And I would wear borets and blacks, and lose my borets, all <laughs> through the school years. <laughs> that happened. Well little kids'
0: be yeah, on the floor on the playground instead <laughs> <and still.
2: laughs> right exactly, but um, she first put a relaxer in my hair, and I was like eight, I believe mm. and um, after that though, I still would wear she still would do like blacks and stuff for my hair until I got to sixth grade, then I started doing my own hair, and I would wear like the little bun the little bun donut thing where you make the <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that like every single day. Like, I would even sleep in it, which broke my hair off and had really bl- bad split ends. So, I had to get my hair cut. So, in te- 7th grade, I had, like, really short hair because I had to get a lot of it cut off because it all damaged or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I started getting trims regularly and getting um just getting my hair taken care of so um, by a professional more often. Mm-hmm. And then, um what like the 10th grade is when I got my first sewing and sew and like braids and stuff. They really help my hair grow. Like they really do help anybody's hair grow, like relaxed or natural. So started wearing that. And then I guess up to this point, I wear I wear braids a lot more than I wear my hair out. I would wear sewins like I usually do, but it's kind of hot. Like we in the South. Right. I can't have all that hair on my head <laughs> all the time. Is. Like really I used does. to, I wore soul wins like all through high school, but I had to take a break because that's too much hair to be dealing with. But yeah, I had braids the whole, pretty much the whole, um, my whole first year of college. And it really helped my hair grow a lot. My hair is like really long now, even though it's relaxed. And I don't want people to get discouraged about having relaxed hair because most people think that your hair is going to be short because it's relaxed. And, like, no, if you just take care of your hair, just get it trimmed because you got to get that hair trimmed. You can't leave those dead ends or split ends on. It's not going to do you no good. Right. So, you know, you just take care of your hair and get it trimmed, get it done by professional, get it washed every now and then. Then you would be straight.
4: Okay. okay.
0: Yeah, I like how you, uh, because when I I first met. Well, we ain't meet until later on, but the first day I saw you uh, in chem class, I was like, "Damn, how her long mm-hmm. and this relax I'm not used to seeing that, and you are a great example of you can have um, really long hair that's you know relaxed. Yeah, because I got I got my
2: braids out, and what like I think it was over the Christmas break. So yeah, when I came back, I had like my like, wear, wore my real hair out. So yeah. It was like a long ponytail. I was like, okay, my hair right. going for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wear this little ponytail for a little minute.
0: All right. What about you? Uh, uh, at our at... yeah, just just start talking.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, definitely growing nice. up, I kind of had the same, um, thing. My mom would. Primarily take care of my hair um, every Sunday night before Mondays. Of course, starting school, go sit down. Basket time, you know. You already knew what was going down. Go get yeah, your hair so washed. I had the big, the yeah. big board basket. I remember that. I remember yes, that. the boards and bows and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that definitely was all the way up until like fifth grade or so in fifth, sixth grade. Fifth grade, I was going through um, a phase where, um, I don't know if y'all know, only you girls. Yes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, they had their little color hair. So I decided yes. I would color hair. So I would get like a little piece of color and mom wouldn't let me dye my hair or whatnot. So I would just get like one little track of color and I went every color from like blue to purple to yellow. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I highly worked because I had these horrible looking bangs. <laughs> but um I went through that and then around 6th grade I cut my hair off, decided, hey, forget it, I want to try something new. So I did that. It I was just a roller coaster with my hair and um I did just about everything to the fact where now that I'm I guess what you would say old enough to actually I guess, experience with my hair, I really don't want to. <laughs> like, I'm to the point now where I'm just like, yeah, just put on a wig and call it a day. But, um, yeah, my hair experience growing up, it was really just all over the place. I was getting relaxers um all the way up until, I guess, about sixth, seventh grade, um when after I got my hair cut and for the last time I had to get my relaxer, obviously, to kind of... um deal with my hair growing back and being straight so once i finally got my hair to grow back i decided that i wanted to go natural because i had seen like my cousin went off to college and like she was doing the whole natural thing and she had nice um pretty hair and i was just like oh my gosh i want to do that too so i started going natural and it was one of those things where like i didn't really know what i was doing So Mm -hmm. I really didn't have a choice but to kind of be off direction and like it wasn't really the best. But um, I've been natural since sixth grade, sixth, seventh grade. So it's kind of been a nice journey. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm actually kind of taking care of it good and like how I should have in the beginning. But yeah, so... I did a little bit of everything growing up with my hair. <laughs> okay. I like how they let you dye your hair and stuff when you were younger yeah. because that's just things that kids like to do. Like they let you be a kid. Like, yeah, like, they they definitely um, let me be a kid, and I think that's something that definitely because I know like my my little cousin, she um her mom actually does hair, and um, I know one time she came down to our house and she had like these blue braids in, and I'm like, blue braids, what? And my mom's like, if you don't let her do it now, she'll be twenty five wanting blue braids. And, she, and I was like, you right? <laughs> I was like, you right.
2: You, right. you right? See, my mama would not have let me do stuff like that when I was younger. But yeah. at the same time, she took care of my hair. I was like, not thinking about hair and stuff like that And I was little. So, yeah. So I I think it's worth
1: it in the
0: end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, for me, I um basically kind of had the same I think all black boys had the same like oh, I ain't gonna say that but (laughs) (laughs) at some point it it matches up like for me I started off with a whole lot of hair like hair down my back tight like up till I was I think four years old and then Mm -hmm. right when I went into pre-k My mom cut my hair off. And so I would wear the, you know, even all over cut up Mm -hmm. until like seventh grade. And then that's when I started experimenting with fading. So I started doing, you know, the boosy phase (laughs) and (laughs) ball phase, you know, just being... You know, experiment on stuff. Mm-hmm. Then, when I got to high school, I went back to the even all over because I was gonna get waves, but that was short lived. <laughs> um, then, tenth grade, right before Christmas break, I started growing my hair out, and I grew it into a hot top fade.
4: It was a okay. It was it
0: was a you know pretty nice little box but uh, (laughs) after we got out of school (laughs) after we got out of school I wasn't feeling it no more so I just cut it off and I was going to because one of my good friends from high school she always wanted me to grow an Afro and I was like I ain't done it you know since I was like little so I was gonna do it but my mom was always like, oh, you need to cut your hair, you need to cut your hair. Da, 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 da. So I went on and uh, faded it again. Uh, I did a shadow fade, and I wore it all the way up through my freshman year of college till February of my freshman year. And then that's when I decided to cut my hair off to start locks. Um... I really wasn't sure at the time when I did cut my hair off. Um, I did not want to wear... I didn't want to go anywhere without my hat. And for those of you who don't know, I got this little Nike hat that I constantly <laughs> wear because I did not want to show, you know... I, w- I wasn't proud of it, you know. And so... um grew back out. Then when I went to get my first cut after quarantine, my barber gave me the wrong cut. And so, for my birthday, I was like, you know what? I'm cutting it out. I cut my beard, my mustache, and my hair completely off. And so... um, So you
2: was looking like Caillou.
0: Basically. (laughs) Caillou with little peach fuzz on the top. Um... (laughs)
4: But no, nah,
0: that's little deal. <laughs> Yeah. Little <deal. laughs> yeah, so I um I did that and so um next year, my birthday, I'll be traveling to Houston to get my lock started by Mr. Damian Walter. Okay. So Yeah Houston where
4: the
1: hotties at? Huh? Houston with the hotties? Yeah, Houston with the hotties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think it's good that you experienced with your hair though you had like all those different types of um cuts and hairstyles, so you can just kind of see like what you like and what you don't like,
0: yeah, I was definitely like a, a phase child, so everything has its has its phases mm-hmm. but, um, did you, uh,
1: huh did you ever do like designs or anything
0: um actually i I did in a way when I would get my high top. Shaped mm-hmm. up and stuff. I used to get parts. Oh, but they yeah. weren't like in the in the fade. they were like side parts. On the side. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanted to do a part in the fade in the high top. Yeah. But I was like, nah. Or like do one of those half up, half down. The little like, like step looking yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do all of them, but I was like, nah. Um, But, you know, going through, you know, everything, how has your hair and confidence either strengthened or been at a weak point? Like, how's it been for y'all?
2: I know when I was in the seventh grade, like I said, and I had cut all my hair off, I wasn't, it didn't mess with my confidence then. Because I was kind of carefree when I was younger. I didn't care about that kind of stuff. Like, I was, I would dress, like, homely. Like, I didn't. I just didn't care about that kind of stuff. Like, the way I look, like, that was just not on my mind. But I have pictures from back then when I got my hair cut off. And if my hair was like that today, like, that would definitely mess with my confidence. Because it was just so short. I would just wear it down. It would be relaxed. Like, it would need. It would be. I've been and got a relaxer, like, months ago. Like, you could tell it needs another relaxer. And I just got pictures, taking pictures. Thought I was so cute with those (laughs) people here. That need a relaxer so bad. Like no i could not do that today that was like one um that's like the only time really i can remember where i had like hair that if i had like now like it really would miss my confidence like no i couldn't do it
0: okay
3: um uh when it came to my hair, like it was more of a confidence booster And I've never been, like, incompetent in my hair. Like, when I first started them, when it was short, yeah, people joned on me about it, but uh, over time, all, all, all I have gotten was compliments from males and females. And I tell you, like, whenever I go to Florida, I get plenty of love from the women in Florida. <laughs> just, just add that in there. Right. My own and I still have confidence in my dreadlocks, and it it never made me feel like I should have cut them or I shouldn't have gotten them, anything like that. And I hold on to them as long as I can because they are part of me.
0: Okay, okay. May respect, may respect them. Um, yeah. Jalea, you? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So. Definitely. I think as I got older, my confidence in myself definitely um, grew and got stronger. It was always, I think the main thing with me is that I went to a predominantly white school. So I was always, you know, faced with white people, you know, white kids not really knowing much about black hair. Mm -hmm. And it was always, whenever I got my hair done, I just knew, I was like, what are they going to say this week about it? You know, so... (laughs) 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 <laughs> that no but you just gotta that's the reality of the situation and you know like we're faced with that at such a young age you know and then eventually as i got older it just came into me it almost seemed like i was being rude but it was just like okay leave me in my hair alone like you know it comes a time i've <laughs> i've grown up with y'all all these years y'all gotta stop asking me questions about my hair but um It definitely, nowadays, it's just kind of like, hey, whatever, you know. If I like it, no one else really matters to to me, so it's just kind of like, I definitely have the confidence that I need now, whereas it used to be more insecure, like, I want this hairstyle, but what are people going to think about it? It's more like, if I want the hairstyle, I'm going to get it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that really, when I was able to cut my hair off, that really did boosted a lot because if I can look good with my hair being chopped off I don't care about no one else so that's definitely how it is with confidence. I think I have a lot more confidence now than anything okay
0: um yeah growing up with um with with, white kids and them not knowing about it that can you know affect you you know in your future so I, I I can see where you are coming from, but um, mm-hmm. as for me,
4: I'm
0: very I'm a judgmental person. I'm gonna let you know straight up, <laughs>
4: like
0: off real like just from your appearance, I'll judge you. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna let that judgment stop me from getting to know who you really are, mm-hmm. so that I can make a true okay. judgment of you know who you are based on my experience. But because I judge people like off real off of opinion off of appearance, I judge myself twice as hard. Right. So I'm constantly like that's why I don't like taking pictures and being in front of mirrors and stuff. Because I just look at myself and just start like pointing stuff out. Like, especially with my hair. Like, hair is, like, the biggest thing for me. And, like, I can tell when it's just, like, a little bit down or a little bit too high. Or, you know, just stuff like that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, mm-hmm. I'm very technical, like, with my barber and stuff. Because, you know, the first thing people don't look at is your teeth, your hair, you know.
1: Yeah, I should be looking at
2: those too. I do (laughs) too. Especially any any little thing turns me off. Like I have to look at everything.
0: Right. So you know, (laughs) if your hair ain't no point, you know, it just throws everything off. And so, when I cut my hair off in February, that's why I I wasn't really ready for it. I just kind of did it just to do it and um, it was almost like taking my life not in a sense like physically <laughs> but like what I based my life around
4: mm-hmm.
0: was gone and I wasn't ready for it to leave yet and so that's why I just kept the hair on and like I rarely would not wear it and it just kind of, you know, made my relationship with my hair different. And then the summer when I did cut it off again, um, you know, I actually was ready to let go and move on. And then I'm also fearful of the future, like how I'm going to look, you know, from now. Because my hair will be longer. It's going to lock faster. Um, but I've been looking into lock extensions. So like it's gonna still lock up, but I'll have the length already.
2: hmm I got a friend
0: you,
1: that did that. Yeah. Yeah. And a
0: couple of people who've done that. So like I'm very like, you know, trying to still trying to figure things out with myself. But um just continuing on, like, how much say so would you say your parents had? and your hair growing up?
2: Mine, she was the only caretaker of my hair, so <laughs> she had a lot of say-so. And I think to this day, she still kind of does because my mom is natural. and She's been natural for like five or six years now. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't wear her natural hair out that often. She wears a lot of um sew-ins and braids. Like She has braids right now. And so I've talked to her before about going natural because i feel like in the future i want to try that because i think natural hair is it's really like beautiful like that's really like letting your blackness show those big curls like i really want i really want that i want to try that but um she kind of discouraged me from doing it kind of because she she said she doesn't know what styles put her hair in and like her natural hair is long she has really long hair just like me and Mm -hmm. um Yeah, she doesn't know what styles to put it in. She says it's expensive to take care of it, like the products. And then you got to find out what kind of products work for you. Because not everything that works for someone else is going to work for you. And so um, when she says all that, I'm kind of just like, okay, well, maybe I should rethink this. Like, I'm not sure. I still want to in the future. And I feel like college is a good time to try to go natural. Because, like, I have braids now. And I feel mm-hmm. like I want to wear braids like a lot throughout college because they're just more convenient. But um, yeah, I guess I'll just have to wait. I guess till I get a good source of income rolling, in, so I can experiment with those different products and stuff because it can get pricey. Mm-hmm.
4: But yeah, so
2: yeah, I feel like she still has to say so, but she definitely did have to say so back when I was um younger. Okay. Okay.
3: Um. Um, After I got my dreadlocks, my mom didn't really put too much of a two-cent end about my hair. She let me be free with it. Because when I first started growing my hair, you know, uh, it was short, so it wasn't that much I could do with it. But in eighth grade, I started to dye my hair. And as they got longer, I started to get, like, different styles and stuff in it. And a um, friend that she had that would do my hair, like, she was real good at it. And like she'll give me different um styles and stuff when if i go like the banquets uh say uh prom and all that or like a program for church or something like that she'll she'll give me some like type of cool design that like stood mm-hmm. out and like because most of the time i will pick it but i'll let her use her creative freedom sometimes if i couldn't think of something so like there'll be like some type of braid i'll have go back looking like a crown and um Different type of buns and stuff that would be put in my hair. Yeah, and we, when it came to those type of stuff, it was certain things my mom might would say stuff about like that makes you look like a girl. I don't like that, so <laughs> she, <didn't finish> it. <laughs> she went. She was like, "You probably need to pick something else. And I know other people probably say the same because if you see my senior pictures, a lot of people say I look kind of feminine with the bun up, but. I think I look good, so <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, it, man. that's not even it's possible. <laughs> but um after a while I wanna say around tenth grade, my mom stopped like putting a lot of her two cent in the end about my hair. Uh especially now she don't say nothing because she considered me to be my own personal adult. So I pay for my own styles and I pay for whoever do my hair but I don't even pay no more, I do it myself. And whenever I feel like I want to get a style, I go to my next door neighbor because she she does a pretty good job too. But, yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Um. <clears throat> so, my parents definitely have a a pretty good say. So they, but at the same time, like a kind of hint, they kind of let me do as I please with my hair. You know, of course, I wasn't just out here doing. Whatever and who knows what, but it's always just kind of like, as long as you have your hair done and you're carrying yourself to a good standard, you know, you can just kind of go with what you want and how to flow. But um, I think it was, it wasn't too much of a strict say so, um, for my parents and especially my mom. I think that really came from when I did end up making the decision to cut my hair off even though they weren't too in the beginning wasn't too like pleased or ready for it but my dad ended up chopping it off anyway since he's a barber and he was just ready to go <laughs> but um when that happened and, you know when someone came to my mom and questioned her about it and she actually um you know stepped up and was like first of all you're not gonna question me about what I do with my daughter's hair you know when that all went down I think it kind of turned into a my mom didn't necessarily want to be hypocritical. So it's just kind of like, you know, you do what you want. And like I kind of said earlier, as long as you get it out of your system when you're young and don't be 30 trying to get a job, you know, with all types of different hairstyles, you'll be fine. So like, it really is, I mean, it's, it's, it's some good. I get good feedback from them when it comes to my hair. It's never really discouraging too much. Um, Well, I will say that it, it wasn't too much of a good moment when I first went natural because, like I said, I wasn't taking care of it as I should have or wearing it as I should have. So that was kind of like a bumping head situation. But now that um kind of been like in quarantine and I've been stuck at home with nothing else to do other than play around in my hair, right. um, <laughs> it's been more of a um, time for me to – kind of experiment with different products and find out what works for me and how I need to um, style my hair and stuff, so that's definitely been a process that's kind of grown also, but, I mean, it was pretty good with on my parents' side as far as my hair.
0: Okay. okay. Um, for me, up until middle school, I didn't have any say-so you know my mom, my dad, they had face on my hair, haircuts, and all that good stuff, but um, I was basically giving a like a range of stuff to do, so like I would find stuff that I like, and then I seek the approval of my mom, and I had that up until eleventh grade. You know, 11th grade year, you know, when I cut my hair off again and grew it back out to do the afro, you know, she was, she wasn't um, approving of it in a certain way. She was like, it make you look old. You look like an old person. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so I was just like, well, here's some hair self, you know, which one do you like better? I was hoping she would pick the one. Was like the taper was still keeping the afro, but she went on and picked the ones with the shadow fade. Which I mean, it worked, you know, for my head and whatnot. And then senior year, she just wanted me to cut my hair off, and I was just like, no, you know, keeping it cut. February, I kind of did it to, you know, for her in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I, when I sent her a picture after I got it cut and I was like um, you know what you think she was like you need to keep it you know it look nice you should keep it like this and I was like uh
4: <laughs> <nah>. <laughs>
0: but, but um me getting locks is kind of like a sense of defiance mm-hmm. you know because it's something that I want to do right. and then with me being 19 now, when I get them done, I'll be 20 by then, you know, you can't really say anything, quote unquote. Yeah, like you're
2: an adult then. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: so I mean, it. you know, it's just a growing experience, you know, learning mm-hmm. how to transition into adulthood, what things are on and off limits and different things like that. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm ready for my 20s, you know what I'm saying. Okay, so getting into our, um, our second question. We usually do two questions um, for the podcast. I want to get your opinion on something. And the question is... How do you feel, or what is your opinion on white people wearing or questioning ethnic hairstyles?
2: Now, the first person that comes to mind is, um, what's that girl's name? Bad Baby, Bad bad, yeah, Bad yes. Danielle Bragoli. we gonna call her that. That's the name, yes,
4: that's-
2: <laughs> but like, I know, like, I guess it just depends on. Their viewpoint about it because she was trying to say that I remember she she had braids,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and she was trying to say that black people like we get soins like she was trying to say that we wear like I guess white people's hair or something. She yeah, was trying yeah. to like make a comparison, and that's like insulting, like rude, like you can't do that. Like
1: it wasn't working for her. She was real loud and real wrong. She was. I don't mean necessarily <laughs> like I don't.
2: It's, we don't really own the hairstyle I guess So it don't bother me, me personally
4: but what yeah. does
2: bother me is when you say things like that like just downgrading us and trying to make a comparison between us and wearing like, extensions like not just black people wear extensions like everybody wears that and it's not white people hair like like we're not trying, she would say that we're trying to like be white or something or whatever and I'm just like that's, like, not the whole point of wearing, like, extensions and stuff. It's just to put your hand in protect protective style mm-hmm. but make it look good at the same time.
0: Yeah. So.
3: Um, well, the whole thing with um, Danielle, uh, that, I feel like when it comes to white people, they need to understand where this style comes from and have a better understanding of that ethnic group, you know? Like, these people, honestly, you are trying to be like... Because a lot of things that a lot of Europeans have was influence from other cultures.
2: Yes, they do have mm-hmm. It's
3: like other cultures are heavy influences. And black people, we are one of them. Like, my dreadlocks, uh, a lot of white people, they don't understand the dreads and... Some of them, you know, they would be like real be real disrespectful to um to me about it, and some won't. Cause I mean, I I know some, I and mean, I've seen some white dudes with some dreadlocks, and they can rock. It. Like they yeah,
2: yeah it's, I've, it's seen, I've seen Asian dudes with dreadlocks before, and they look pretty good.
3: And but the thing is, you um you just can't you know just talk about somebody's hair. It's, um, like say all right. Middle school, I know some kids will say, call my hair Cheetos when I had, like, the blunt, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on oh, the blunt is down my hair, and now that it's red, they'll say hot Cheetos and, like, say they look like french fries and stuff like that, Um, they'll touch it, you know, ask, like, can, can I get this in my hair? Like, how long you think it'll take me to grow out my dreams? I'm like, your hair not going to walk like mine, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it's, it's just two different, you know, genetics just
2: not gonna work like that. Yeah. And it's weird because yeah. like they ask us about our hair and they ask to touch our hair. It's fine to want to ask and, you know, just be curious and want to know more information. But like, we don't we don't try to touch their hair. Like, I don't like, I just don't understand.
0: Like, we don't We don't try
2: to do that to them. So, but they like, try to do
0: like Because it's flat. I don't know if I want to touch your no flat, greasy. <laughs> No offense out there, but some of y'all, oh some of y'all be walking around here with spaghetti strings with olive oil on it, and I, I ain't mean, I ain't mean to out nobody, but I just hit this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't that part out.
3: <laughs> but see, the thing with white people here is that you can, that you actually know that most of their hair can't um lock up in the dreads. My little brother and sister are biracial, and everything I do, especially when it comes to hair, I kind of influence my little brother on. Mm-hmm. But if you see his hair, I mean, you can tell that he's black, but <laughs> it's more on the white side. And he wanted to get dreads, and I was like, "Man, your hair not gonna lock up." Like, he's he he tried to get braids one time. It didn't work because his hair, like they had to like get it so tight on his head, because mm-hmm. his hair just would not stay. You know, mm-hmm. like it just won't stay like that. Like, and my little sister, now she she has that white girl hair, but it's more onto that on um, black woman side. And once it naps up, she does not like to brush it. it. It's hard to maintain, like, but it's long. Like y'all see her hair, like she has beautiful hair. It just. The, the different type of genetics when it comes to it. when it comes to like the different African American and white people styles. Mm-hmm.
2: Like when you put those genes together. Yeah.
0: Hair. What about you, Jalea? How you feel Um,
1: <laughs> um I kind of hit on it earlier about how like I grew up around white people all my life. Um. And they're always, you know, questioning and stuff. And it kind of, back then used to make me insecure. Now I care less. but um, it was kind of one of those things where like, I think it's all about, it's a respect thing. And I think that should definitely be taught at a young age to white people. Um, you know, it's a certain way to go about questioning, you know, black people's hair and asking questions or, you know, Wanted to touch you know just don't come up to me out of nowhere um i have white friends like my one of my best friends is white and like we've definitely had the conversation about you know my hair and like why i don't have to wash my hair every night you know or every morning like you do before you go to school and you know, if you get the right person if you ask with the right attitude Mm-hmm. you will be able to get the answers that you're you you know that you're just curious about because, I mean, that's just a thing. Everybody's going to go through that little moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, I really want that hairstyle, but I, obviously I can't do it because my hair is not going to work, you know. I think that's a big thing that a lot of white people don't understand. We're not trying to be rude, but it literally will not work with your hair, you know. Um, we're talking like mixed kiss when I have a um, one of my basketball teammates – Um, In high school, she's mixed, and she wanted to get braids. Like, it was just one time where the whole team decided we were just all going to get braids or something for the year. (laughs) (laughs) What? We was just doing – we was just out here wild. Like, we went through a year where we all had so wins. Went through. I mean, we was just – I'm telling you, athletes. But um, (laughs) she wanted to get braids. So, like, she got the braids done or whatnot. But literally, she had them in for, like, the day – and she had to take them out by the next day because it if she didn't, it was going to start breaking her hair out. And, you know, as much as it would have worked, it just, and it also depends on the hairstylist that did them, because we also thought they weren't dumb, right, like they were obviously too tight in her hair.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, It was because now she has some and now it looks good. But um, it's just it just all depends on if you know your hair texture and if you know what you can deal with. And I think it's Overall, just a respect thing. If you want to know more about ethnic hairstyles,
0: yeah, that is true. Like people that just come up, "Ooh, can I touch your hair?" Um, oh, number one, I don't know you.
4: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Two, hello. <laughs> oh, but yeah. like, if you if you honestly like want to know more about it, I ain't, I ain't talking about. You know, run up to a black person. Hey, teach me about hair. Yeah, like, wait, it, <laughs> yeah, that that that. Yeah, that's off putting. But like, if you see someone with hair, don't ask how did you get it like that. Don't don't ask them questions. Ask you know like.
1: I mean, for instance, like one time I was in the um beauty salon, not the beauty salon, but the beauty supply store. And you know I'm looking around, you know, just looking at stuff, and this white lady is over there looking at stuff too. I'm just, you know, kind of chuckling to myself, like, why is she in here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Since you're being sadly right? I'm like,
1: why is she in here? But um, you know, I'm minding my business, and you know, she, we kind of like, you know, or whatnot. She asked, she's like, I'm just wondering, you know, I was just, like, I feel, I feel like I'm following you around, but. You know, I I have an adoptive daughter, Black, that she's Black, and I'm not really sure, you know, what to do with her hair, how to do her hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was one of those situations. And I'm like, first of all, you asking the wrong one, because I don't even take care of my own hair. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it was really just one of those moments where, like, if you really approach the situation in a good way, you'll be able to get, you know knowledge and learn about stuff because she could have been the rudest like you know like or not even care enough to try to go to a black beauty supply store and get products that would work for her daughter you know mm-hmm. it's so, it's so many horror stories when it comes to you know black children growing up with white mothers but um yeah it, all it takes is just the effort to reach out and try to learn
2: yeah it's good that she was trying to um, get more information. Right. Like, she was actually trying. Like, that's a good thing. And she wasn't just being rude or anything. Right. But she didn't really have a reason to be rude, because, you know, like, she's trying to do what's best for her
4: daughter, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if you all saw it, but it was a video on Instagram with these um, Asian people. And they were basically making their hair coily. hmm yeah. And they was putting it in, like, froze and wearing cornrows and stuff. And I was just like, you know, it's interesting how the things that we do, other cultures pick up on it, and they take the credit for it. And we're left in the dust. And then when we do it, it's, quote, unquote, unprofessional or... Exactly. Yeah. You know stuff like that, and I'm like, but Sarah just came up in here <laughs> with them, not the sprays, and you, like, it's just amazing to me. But I'm not yep. gonna, I'm not gonna get into it. That's a, that's a episode for a different time.
2: Yes, how much black people have influence on literally everything pop culture?
0: All right. right.
1: Literally.
2: That's a discussion for
1: another day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean that just goes to show how we, you know, paved the way. And I know this is kind of getting into the next thing, but like black people pave the way for not just hairstyles, but literally everything out there. But um, mm-hmm. you know, when we're since we are talking about hair. You know, we'll, we'll get braids and, you know, it's, or dreads and it's deemed as unprofessional. But like Jabari says, some, you know, little white girl will get something like that and they'll try to switch it around and be like, you know, this new hairstyle and name is something completely different. And we're yeah, like, they, they'll be like, new. Like, what? Yeah. And we like, what you mean new? Our ancestors was doing this back yeah. uh, in 1860. Like, come on now. Right,
0: but continuing on um you know with our conversation, how do you feel about hair as a fashion statement?
2: I feel like especially as women, if your hair is done right, you like don't even want to go out and be seen like. Even if I'm just going to the store, I just don't want my hair looking any kind of way. Because it really does mess up your day. And it's a big part of your self-esteem, like how your hair looks. So I think it's definitely a fashion statement. It's definitely something that's important, especially to women. Especially black women. And so, which is kind of why I have my hair relaxed. It's just more convenient for me versus... I'm not trying to um down natural hair or anything because, like I said, I want to try natural hair. But, like, my mom, she doesn't know what hairstyles to put it in. It's kind of difficult to handle sometimes, especially me. My hair is, like, really thick, and it grows, like, really fast. So it could be a little frustrating trying to take care of it, especially, like, when you try to get that one hairstyle, and you can't get it right, and your hand's hurting and aching, and yeah. you keep messing it up. And you about to cry and give up and you just want to cut your hair off. Like I've had those. those. I feel like every woman has had that moment. But yeah, it's definitely a fashion statement to me. Like it's very important, especially to women.
3: Here's a good fashion statement. Like especially say if I am wearing a suit, I feel like I should have more of a like laid down type of braid or something like that. You know, nothing too flashy, but Mm-hmm. look nice to on the occasion that I'm going to and uh say I'm going to a party or something like that I have like a two strand twist my hair hanging low you know something loose right. but yeah it, it can like you can see it like you know what I'm doing like it, it goes with what I'm wearing right because mm-hmm. even like come to sports hair is a big fashion statement like Antonio Brown he always have like a different, um, crazy hairstyle. Him, <laughs> uh, even though he ain't got a job right now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had come on a guy with
2: that yeah. man employment.
3: <laughs> Odell Beckham, you know, he had he he had a big trendy hair. Um, some some dread, some people when it comes to dreads, they'll have their dreads braided up on um, on um, for the helmets. I, I couldn't do it. I play football, it is uncomfortable to have my hair braided, it has to be hanging down mm-hmm. um, but uh yeah, yeah, it is a big um fashion statement. Um nowadays, especially it just depends on the occasion what you are um, going for, how flashy you want it to be.
2: And also notice how um hair, like what's popular with hair has changed throughout history and throughout the years, because fashion also also changes. So it's like mm-hmm. your hair has to change with, like, what's trendy and the fashion of whatever today is. So that's really, like, how you can tell here is a um, fashion statement.
3: And then a lot of, like, styles do come back into play, like, old styles. hmm Like
0: that Jerry curl. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard
2: about that. No. My friend was actually talking about that the other day. Like, that's coming back apparently.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
2: didn't hear they were coming
1: back.
0: What? I'm, okay. <laughs> they need to die.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't... A, I'm not really a fan of Jerry Girls, but I mean... I think it definitely depends on the person. It See, like I said, it was cool back then. But, like,
2: now, I. I guess, y'all,
0: I guess. Whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy. No, but like the the eighties the and nineties starting to come back for real though. Like you can see it in like not only fashion but also hair. Like you're seeing like you said, people coming back with the with the jerry curls, you know, wearing in a looser curl pattern. Uh, a lot of people are starting to wear um, texturizers and stuff. And... Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready.
0: <laughs> ready for what?
1: It, the 90s and 80s are supposed to come back.
0: Oh. I <laughs> 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 thought you were you ready to get a jerry curl. I've been saying, Oh. <laughs>
1: Look, I I just might pop out. Feel, like, what's
0: the... so close to come? company
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's actually what I think about. Everybody's <laughs> everybody gonna everybody yes, have girl. a stain oh on their couch.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> did, girl,
0: did you stain the couch? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: that part of that movie is so funny I might go watch that movie I'm gonna watch it <laughs> it's on Netflix and- it's somewhere. I think it is on Netflix.
4: Is it for real?
0: I think so. Either Netflix or Hulu wanted to. I'm going to look for it when I get off here. But um, not to get off topic, but like um, mm-hmm. what is your go-to hairstyle? I'm
2: going to say braids because I have braids in right now. Because braids, they're just, it's just so easy and convenient to have braids. I feel like it's the easiest hairstyle have mm-hmm. Especially for college. Like, I'm not trying to be fooling with my hair, trying to go to class, like, early in the morning. Like, I don't have time for that. So, I feel like braids literally just take off your bonnet and that's it. You're done. Maybe touch up your edges a little bit, but uh-huh. like, if I don't know what to do with my hair, I want to try something new. I usually get braids, but maybe I'll get, like, a different color or something. So...
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, braids
3: go to. Um, high, high buns. I'll be my go-to. Like
0: just throw it
3: up Yeah, I just put my hair <laughs> up there, get in the shower, get out, and I be on about my day. And that would be the style for a whole month. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think to
1: broke brought- braids right now and it's definitely convenient you literally wake up and go like you either wear them down you either put them up you know it's just it's it's um but i think my go-to hairstyle is to just have my hair um i mean it really depends on what i'm doing at the moment so if i have my hair braided down i'm wearing my wigs you know i just left the wig on and run out the dough which (laughs) <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I um, don't you don't know that is my alter ego. But um I think it's really that's my main one that I go to. I think the wig is the easiest thing to do. Um especially because I'm I've worn a lace front before, but those get a little bit more Intense as far as like not only just maintenance, but in general, it's not as fast and convenient than yeah, just yeah. So, um, that or if I'm just wearing my regular natural hair, you know, I got the poof going on, just about <laughs> to throw it up into my little poof, jack some little moisturizer in it, and run out. But, um, I definitely the poof is more maintenance because. Every time you know you get home and not just like, oh, do I feel like twisting my hair up or should I just go to bed? And you know the answer should never be just go to bed. But you know it just depends oh, on because yeah. if I just got in from steak and shake runs <laughs> <laughs> and it's eleven o'clock, but you know we took forever to walk all the way back to you know so now all of a sudden it's running on two a.m. and i right. like, twisting my hair up so. <laughs>
0: Um, y'all already know what mine is. I ain't got to see it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that.
0: Throw that hat on and keep it pushing.
1: That black hat.
0: <laughs> if I ever commit a crime, <laughs> oh, I nice. gotta, I gotta do it without the hat.
1: <laughs> right? I, it was wearing a black Nike hat. I'm gonna be like, wait a minute
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> um what are some things that y'all disliked or regretted about your hair?
2: I can't really think of anything that I've regretted besides that one time okay well there was a one time <laughs> I went to the beauty salon not the beauty salon the, um, like the little beauty college hair place or whatever mm-hmm. and it's cheap because people in there are learning how to do hair so right. And I got the, I don't know how I thought this hairstyle was going to turn out, but it ended up being a whole bunch of small, tight curls all over my head, like something that my grandma would get. <laughs> and this was in, I was in 10th grade, like I was what, like 16 years old, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like that is not, that doesn't fit me.
0: Walking around looking like the black shirt in the temple. <laughs> yes,
2: I like, like, basically, like I... <laughs> it's a good thing it wasn't expensive but I had to walk around with that for like two three days because everybody my mom and my grandma they thought it was just so cute <laughs> and I'm just thinking in like, my head I want to comb this out like, like I was because I was in a mirror while they were taking out the little um, curls or whatever and I was just looking and thinking in my head like instantly like I want to comb this out like as soon as I leave mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, it's not much of a regret. Well, yeah, it's a regret because I regret listening to my mama, but when I needed to, um, like I needed somebody to line me up like right away and I couldn't get to, um, my normal barber, uh, my mom had to to this guy that, you know, cuts hair yeah. outside his house. And so I went to this guy and he had, um, lined me up, but he caught some of my dreads. Mm. And so I
2: already knew where this was going. <laughs>
3: yeah, so like some of the ones on the side, and like like one around the front, like he caught it and man just messed up the whole line. I, I was so hurt. Like I had to get rid of that one dreadlock, and now the ones on the side they got kind of skinny, so they didn't came off. And <laughs> that that really hurt my feelings. Like I wanted to cry that day. Cause like. My hair. I've been working so hard for it and you just took that away. But it was the good thing was I could just um wear my hair down and cover it up for a while, but man, that that day right there, I ain't never listened my moments it can't like somebody cut my hair up again.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you can't you can't cheat on your barber.
2: Uh <laughs> <just> <laughs> It's kind of like with me because I usually go to one woman to do my hair. So when I went mm-hmm. to that um, beauty college, like, no, like, I, I would never let them put like a relax or anything in my hair because, no.
4: Uh-uh.
1: <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing with me is that I don't necessarily have too many things that I regret. Um, but I think the main thing is that I. If I could go back and redo everything, I would definitely start the upkeep or uh, of my hair a lot sooner than I did now because, um, of course, I wasn't really taking care of my hair when I first went natural and when I would wear it because um, it was so you know expensive. You got to find out what works and just buying anything doesn't really go <laughs> good at all. But now that um, I've had the time and I kind of know more about what I'm doing and I know more about my hair, it's, um, you know, doing a lot better. It's a better relationship with me and my hair. It's like I hate it. I don't want to do nothing with it. But now it's a lot better. So um, definitely I think that's the main thing is that I should have started the process a lot sooner than waiting till now.
0: Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I felt that. And mine is like that, but in the reverse almost. Like, instead of me cutting my hair off, I I, I really shouldn't have cut my hair off in February. That's like my biggest regret. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't ready mentally to just let it go. So, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: but like I said, when I recently cut it off, July Fourth gonna make one month, and we got the beard. The beard be growing back fast though. Like my hair be growing back fast, but you know how you cut it off like real short, it just take a minute for it to get up there. So, Mm -hmm. so by the time I get back to school, I'm having a little fro going on. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's all that we have for today. You know, we're not gonna hold y'all too long. We understand. You know, you gotta go feed the baby and motor. motor. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Have have um. Oh. Let's give at least one last thing of advice that you would give. To oh yeah, I forgot
2: about that. Uh yeah, like I said earlier. Like basically, if you just get your hair trimmed when you're supposed to. Maybe wash your hair every now and then. Like, you don't have to go to the salon just to get it washed. Like, I would just wash it at home every now and then. It's kind of similar to taking care of natural hair. Like, they have similarities. Like, you still got to take care of your hair. Even though being relaxed is not as much work and more convenient. Like, you still got to take care of your hair. Like, your hair will still be long and it'll still grow. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Like, don't think your hair is just going to be short just because it's relaxed. But yeah, pretty much just if you just do what you got to do, take care of yourself, take care of your hair, then you'll be fine.
3: Um, If you're planning on getting dreadlocks or you already got dreadlocks, uh, you don't have to wash your hair that much. Wash your hair usually before or when you're getting your hair retwisted. And don't retwist them too much because then they're going to get skinny and they're going to break and it's not going to look nice. And then another thing, before you go to bed, get a stocking. Get a stocking like a um, dreadlock tube before you go to bed to keep any unnecessary dirt getting into your hair while you sleep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think my biggest thing for any advice is just consistency. I think that's the best thing that you can have when dealing with your hair, whether it's natural, relaxed, mm-hmm. um, in dress if you're getting that haircut regularly i think it's just good to be consistent with it um don't wait till forever to finally get up and decide that you want to you know that you need to go ahead and wash your hair and do your little twist outs you know go ahead and get up and get it over with um take care of it on a regular um you know learn learn your hair and go out on the limb and buy those products you know don't be timid about it because at the end of the day you're never going to know until you try you know you can't base your mm-hmm. hair off everyone else that you see and um you'll only know what works for you when you try it out for yourself so i think that's my my biggest thing um just just go for it basically
0: okay um make sure that you are if you are gonna cut your hair or go natural or anything like that, make sure that you're doing it for you. Yes. You never wanna do anything that's not for you. Um and don't wear a hat all the time, you know <laughs> don't let it base who you are, you know, through that hat like it did for me. You know, let people see you for who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, don't hide behind something just because you're ashamed of how people may uh, perceive you. You know. But like I was trying to do earlier, wrap us up, you know, jumping ahead of the gun. (laughs) Um, We're not going to hold y'all too long. You know, we understand y'all got stuff to do. And, um, this has been our fourth episode with our guests. We want to thank Rashad and Alaysia for being um, willing to assist us in this episode.
1: Yes, they have been such great troopers. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank yes, y'all. yes. All right, y'all. It's Jabari.
1: This is Jalea,
0: And we're going to see y'all in the next one.
1: Bye.